straight out of Leighton. You're listening to Nitwick Radio with your hosts, Logan, Aaron, Jake, and Cody. I realized I was first on the host list. You are. Yeah. That's yeah, sick. Yep, you're yeah, first. You That's you're first. sick. Oh, my God. You know, it's an order of importance. Logan, Aaron, Jake, and Cody. That's true. Yeah. That's so mean. All right. All right. All right. Start no, no, the show. No. Hello, and welcome to Newick Radio. This is season three, episode one. This is the biggest rebrand. Top of the moment. This, of the moment. this is the Top biggest the rebrand. <laughs> the biggest of the biggest rebrands we've experienced in our three rebrands. Yeah, we were easing them into it a little bit. Now, we wait, aren't you supposed to tell them the album and the topic? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Before okay. we From call on, yeah, we're going to do better here. So this week, we are talking about <laughs> Career Suicide by a Wilhelm Scream, with the topic being American Idol. So we're going to get into I don't want to talk about any of that, because I'm mad. I'm well, mad on the mad. internet. Let me hear you. Right now. Let me hear you. What no, do you I'm got? mad at the internet. Oh, I'm, mad, oh. I'm mad at the whole world right now the whole world let me tell let me tell you about the worst thing that can ever happen to a human being Mm. covid covid has (laughs) taken covid has taken jobs away it has taken the life the livelihoods of many has taken away our social interactions for a few weeks there it took away um my sense of smell which was a little devastating, but then I learned that it's actually really nice not smelling a lot of things in the world a lot of the time. You know what I mean? I feel like I would feel that that, that was even wait, more true. Wait, where's this thought York. going? Did you have COVID? I had COVID. Yeah, the COVID. Just, yeah, this was like earlier. No, 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 no. A while ago. Yeah, th- yeah no, it was a, a long time ago. I don't even remember him having COVID. I do. No, I do, because he, when he came in, he's like, I had the COVID. The idea I say that that is precisely how you said it. I was reticent to say covioid because that's how Oliver Tree pronounces it, but I can't deny it. It is funny. It's it is a funny pronunciation. I don't know what to do. Sorry, Logan. Sometimes Oliver Tree is funny. I'm sorry. Okay, I can concede one time. We're all adults here, right? Like, uh, oh no, I'm not allowed to agree with Oliver Tree on anything. If Oliver Tree comes out officially and says, "Mm, "Inner city kids shouldn't do heroin," uh, what? What I'm supposed to disagree? with him on principle Oliver is that Tree's what people straight expect edge from me I think that <laughs> is it. Oliver Tree's been listening to Earth Crisis man you know it's fine that's pretty tight honestly <laughs> as long as he doesn't try to make hardcore he dropped a cool. hot single today he did he dropped a hot Dude, hey you remember when Cowboys? Like, I'm gonna retire it's why didn't he stop I don't understand why we keep did, letting we, them get away with look, this. Look, he did retire. He we came back. We can't keep letting them get hey, away Cody, with Cody, this. Cody, <laughs> Cody, he did retire. Whoa, and then whoa, he whoa. Came, hey, if I get hey, hey, hey. Let me talk. Likes. Let me talk. Let me talk. Fine. He retired, and he came back as a country artist. Okay? That man is ruining my genre. <laughs> I won't have it's it. It's true. We went to the boot barn for good reason, Dude, Jake. I'm going to say the new song, Cowboys Don't Cry, is a banger. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, some, come on, it's man! He's already pure, throwing the whole thing away. It's pure Mamas prairie don't let your babies fire. Grow up to be cowboys, come on! Your prairie fire. It, prairie. Okay. Fi- I, I have to admit, there was <laughs> less. Jake's my god. There was quite a bit less prairie than I was hoping for, but that also was funny in the whole umbrella of Oliver Tree. That Plays he, Red Dead Redemption once. That he's saying True. he's a cowboy and he's obviously not. Like, even musically. Bro, like, if you even, like... It, it barely passes. If you even... Okay. <laughs> Don't it, talk to me about passing. Energy. 
if you if you are trying to look at Oliver Tree through a non ironic lens, you're <laughs> is just that possible? Missing it. No. Yeah, you're just missing it. it. It's all a joke. Logan tried it once. It's literally all a I joke. Got, I've been mad. Well, actually, I've been waiting to like hate on an been album mad. or a project again because I think since Limp Biscuit, everything has pretty much been like tea and gravy you know what i mean like it's just been don't do, don't do limp biscuit like that that was great release. i was not Yo, we, about that we just got a comment that said more like oliver yeehaw no. from whom i don't know man this is a new person what's up Who is it? well welcome new person i'm not gonna say your username let me but- let me freaking tell you about oliver tree okay over I, you. Let me tell you, if I, I don't understand chat. how we are. This guy is outright manipulative. Like, are okay, let's not, get into, not get into this. Let's not get into this. No, 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 no. Let's not get into this. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that I got, I got knocked down back in the day because he would post things like, I'll only, I'll kill myself if we don't get this to 10,000 likes. <laughs> metaphorically, metaphorically, he did that. He's going to kill himself in Minecraft, um, in yeah. Roblox. Yeah. But, Roblox. In but, Roblox. Now, but now yeah, he's like, I'm retiring music. And that's just like kind of because of the nature that he's created this relationship with his fans. That means, well, but if y'all are noisy enough. If y'all are noisy enough, I'll come back. Are you? I feel saying, like I feel on, like I Oliver just Tree. Sum this thought up. Yeah. Are you saying that it's a stupid relationship? I, uh, well, stupid does not convey the nuance that I'm trying to get across here. <laughs> which is saying, stupid. which is saying that <laughs> Oliver Tree, Extra Oliver Tree is sociopathically playing his audience. Bro. Oh, oh, lay funny joke. Oh, he writes yeah, yeah, this yeah. man just said lay funny joke in 2022. He, he poses with ski mask, the slump god. Ignoring the fact that you are in an abusive relationship. <laughs> oh my god. You are in an abusive relationship with a All guy right. who rides right. a scooter and has I'm, a bull cut. Yeah, yeah, I'm know, telling you, this is the key. This right here is the indicator that you're taking something too seriously. It is pretty funny though. Like, this is just way too serious. On and on, the his hit single has like I think it has a following now, like uh with Fortnite and everything. Like he has like twenty two million monthly listeners on Spotify. It's insane. Cause like I knew him when he was when we were talking about him last, he's like one point five million. We're talking twenty two million, and he he always gets up and he's just making jokes about that song. He's like, "Do you guys want another remix of On and On?" Oh my God. Like I, re- I I was listening to him when he was in the hundred thousands of listens. <laughs> Logan is kind of spitting facts. Rn. <laughs> hey, I thought I loved this guy, and now I don't love this guy. <laughs> Based. Based. I you know I what I think is. Um, it's just a freaking joke. It's just a freaking joke, and he actually writes bangers. Okay, I want to put he, this out he here. He writes incredibly I generic pop music. A just modern Wrong. philosopher. I don't listen to music for fun. Cody Coates, 2021. <laughs> that was an incredibly base take by myself. That's why I don't listen you to Oliver do Tree. Any of that. That's not allowed. I hate. Can we fun. throw a flag No, he on can this. do that. He can totally do he that. He can totally do that. I don't That's, like that. That came from Cody, such a real place. Cody can do that. He's entirely sincere. Here's the thing: is I will, I will concede to Cody's point of not listening to music for fun. <laughs> I don't do it. I will not concede fun. to your point because your point is just taking a joke seriously. That's literally all it is. What? It's like, oh no, I'm offended by a joke. <laughs> I'm not I oh to be clear I am not offended Based. by the joke here I am offended that Don't this is the relationship like that he's built with his fans That's right is this I, your friend it's gotta be yeah. Alex if this is you I'm not switching off a chat shout out thanks for joining <laughs> you're a champ in the words of one viper the rapper 
<laughs> you cowards don't even smoke crack. You'll cowards. <laughs> oh, that's it. That's it for the cold open. That's it. That's okay. all you're getting. I had a thing. I had a thing about when allergies makes it so like one of your ears is like kind of bubbled. And so you can, like, one of your ears is very muffled and the other can hear very clearly and how that ruins every pleasant sound in your life. You will listen to your favorite song and it'll be the equivalent of nails on a chalkboard. You'll listen to the sing-song tones of your gorgeous wife or girlfriend and they will sound like nails on a chalkboard. Your boss will come into your office and tell you that you're getting a $100,000 bonus. I'm going to fist fight him anyway. And it'll sound like a baby <laughs> crying in the night because one of your ears is like doing an awkward underwater muffle and the other one has way too much high register that every single sound in your life sounds like styrofoam aggressively rubbing together. Not going to lie to you, I spent some time in a slot canyon and ever since, like a deep slot canyon, and ever since being out of it, my ear every once in a while just freaks out. Like it just goes. I'm sure those Mine incidents are related, but that's just hearing damage. Yeah, there's no way that incident's related. I'm sure that incident's related. That's probably just when you. Did you know you can see the stars from inside a slot canyon? <laughs> you're you're. Defending. Many are saying this. Yeah. <laughs> Logan's on uh, album of the week. Let's let's. I'm get not that's Logan. Not, no, Cody is. Cody's on. Cody's album on week. album of the let's week. Let's get an intro. Let's get an intro. The album of the week is Queer Suicide by Wilhelm Scream. It's the third album by the Massachusetts. I really have never been sure how to classify them sonically. I guess melodic hardcore would probably be as close as it gets. Um, but yeah, it's their third album. They kind of just went... I, I'm not going to use the phrase I would usually use. Um, went really hard on just kind of playing as fast is as melodic, they possibly can. Is melodic hardcore the one that the Pixies... No. No. What's the one that the Pixies resemble? You you, had, you guys had a cool genre for it. Pixies re- resemble Surf Fight Rock, Club, not the Bossa other Nova? way around. No, 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 not, no, I, no. Do I sense an opinion on Fight Club? Yeah, Look, you do. <laughs> Look, Fight Club's an incredibly based movie. That's my opinion. Genres, genres just really don't end up conveying a whole lot of meaning, do they? It what depends. are you talking about? I, I don't remember the Pixies episode is the problem. No, no, we, we, were, we weren't talking about the <laughs> Pixies. It. it was like the last time you picked... I just blacked out that whole or, or like well, one Boston of the Nova? original yeah, was, OG hardcore bands. I was bands. just unconscious. Oh, you were unconscious during yeah. that? I didn't I'm not responsible don't worry for anything it. I said in I, season two. I'm just getting ahead <laughs> of that I right think you now. used the same genre, melodic hardcore. A lot of right. hardcore has got a very broad umbrella, if that's Just, what you're trying to say. Aaron, stop is. checking receipts. No, no, I'm trying to look. <laughs> I'm looking at our episode list so I can get this going. But, like, tell me about melodic hardcore. I, I just... I mean, it's kind of in its name. It's a more melodic approach to hardcore. Well, I think hardcore is typically fast and abrasive. Melodic hardcore has typically got a more sing-songy attitude to it. It's not just breakdowns you can't fight as easily to it Mm -hmm. and in some instances melodic hardcore in the more like specific hardcore scene of like the mid 2000s would evolve into what's called amazing core or girlfriend core and it's like (laughs) on one hand you had bands that were doing tough guy stuff about like fighting people and being in crews and on the other hand you had the melodic hardcore bands that were like singing songs about their emotions (laughs) yeah it was that's called amazing it was modern life is war modern life is war definitely also falls under the yeah okay so so yeah uh, look i'm trying to apply the new vocabulary you guys are teaching me that's all what vocabulary melodic hardcore. melodic hardcore but i still don't know use what it, it in a sentence um <laughs> give me a synonym 
the band Kansas from the 1970s no. was Dust in the writing Wind is some melodic great hardcore. melodic hardcore. Wait a minute. <coughs> Wait a minute. This was that was a joke. He asked me that was a joke, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, Kansas is a prog band. Or... Oh, but prog sometimes is melodic. Hardcore. I just I feel like this is this <laughs> okay, is the type I of see. music you're in the pit. You're sweaty. You're gross. You're surrounded by other men. And you just socked a guy in the face, but now the singer is doing clean vocals, and you're thinking, but why did I want to punch him? <laughs> no, I the I, vocal style of these guys, I, I mean, it reminded me of the Modern Life is War. I, I felt that way when I was listening to him. I'm like, okay, this is something... Am I wrong to put those next to each other? No, I'd say, like, even though, like, I don't think a Wilhelm Scream really played that much with hardcore bands. I mean, they do and have... Um, they actually just played some shows with like one of the bigger names in hardcore along the East Coast. But in the past, they've t- typically played with more like punk bands and stuff. So like in the early 2000s, playing with a lot of like bands on like Epitaph Records before they turned into Mallcore label. So I I totally thought this was more like a punk album. They are. I think if, they, this... if you were to ask them like what would you classify yourselves as, they would probably say punk. Because not just punk, but it felt kind of like old school punk. Like there's bands from the, way like, the he late sings. 80s and like into the 90s that sound a lot like this. Not many, mm. but there are bands out there like Strung Out or Rich Kids on LSD. Both those bands are like super talented. Like they don't just play three chords. And I think that's one <laughs> thing I like about a Wilhelm scream is like for whatever reason the bassist is off here Holy doing something cow. crazy. The guitarist is over here doing something crazy. And then you've got the rhythm guitarist playing like in time with the drums and somehow it all comes together. And the vocalist is like actually saying something. Well, except for on the uh get mad you Oh yeah. What's that? Uh, get mad. I did not care gun. for that song. Get mad. But yeah. Uh the vocalist like I was watching the lyrics scroll past on Spotify during it. I was like, "Oh, he's actually he's actually saying something." <laughs> He was saying he was saying a lot. I'm just saying, you know, the, well, he's got a very fast vocal delivery. Like yeah. he's literally saying a but, lot. Yeah, but well, yeah, he's like he Eminem. He's saying a lot. He's like as legendary as Eminem because he can he can <laughs> say words so fast. Mute that's, his mic. That's a skill that we <laughs> that's a skill that we value is ability to say words fast. That's a good thing to value well, musically. Well, rap God challenge. See, oh gosh, um, you can't play rap God. In career front of kids suicide anymore. challenge. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's no. funny because Eminem already did a career suicide. There <laughs> was um, the career suicide challenge. <laughs> the, the main moment that I took the lyrics away were moments of repetition, and they were usually very much F the world. Yeah. Like, They're repetition. not a happy band. Yeah. Well, I mean. And I honestly, like, at this point, especially, like, if you watch the music video, they just kind of, like, film in their work clothes. Heck and yeah. I don't know. They did that a lot. Are they in, also like, Kroger employees? No. I think the vocalist <laughs> was like a mechanic at one point. That's tight. Cody Cody be like, no, no, no. They can't say all my friends are dead inside. But they, <laughs> but they can say everything oh, on this album. Yeah. <laughs> what the frick is that, Cody? That, that, mean. that, that kind of lyrical content just getting him down. Yeah. It's just getting him down. I wasn't it's listening. Just, I was reading the chat. But you Sorry, know what? Oh, I said, you know, they can't say all my friends are dead inside, but they can say that all of this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. I mean, That's one fine. thing that brightens my spirits is one thing that I really appreciate this show for. I never thought before whenever I'd go to, you know, the Dunkin' Donuts or to the Jiffy Lube or, you know, over over to the bowling alley that maybe one of the guys there is secretly making awesome melodic hardcore 
you know, or that <laughs> maybe average hardcore kid. He just he exists among us. Or maybe, or maybe <laughs> my us. grocery bagger is like part of a three piece saxophone act, you know, and and learning that all this music is coming from these places has really made the world a richer and more interesting place. Because now when I see somebody with face tattoos and a shaved head who's working in a service industry job, I don't think <laughs> so you poor specific. soul. I think you probably have like a million plays on SoundCloud right now and totally like thrash me in terms of notoriety and fame. And that's why that's why you ask him if he remembered the fries or not when he's handing the bag. That's the true. Window. I don't I don't even know how they managed to make time to make my food and deliver it to me via DoorDash. I say thank you. Thank you letter A. That was the name that I got assigned. His name was letter A for taking a break to work on your post-Russian happy hardcore mixtape to deliver me some McDonald's Here's at 3 a.m. I, I don't know. Like, okay, creatively speaking, like for their creative abilities, is it good to be like nice to DoorDash employees or do you think being nice to them kind of ruins some angst that could turn into <laughs> I think... Are you trying to, are you trying to weird... find like a defense of being mean to service workers? Well, I, what I'm trying to say is we're talking about, you know... A, there's a well, you gotta, you gotta give them something to, f- to write about. Yeah, is that what we're going <laughs> that for? That is here? what we're going for. We want to know why this guy yeah, is I writing feel like, this I song. feel like if someone wasn't oppressing them, then the music wouldn't be Exactly. Good. Logan, Logan's saying the show what has helped take. him see... We're, oh my God. He, no, no, no. It's helped him see that everybody in the world around him might be writing these types of tunes. And I'm just saying, I think we owe it to them to treat them in a way that puts them in the creative headspace. <laughs> no, no. <What>? <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, not I, treat I, someone that you're like, the implication to write a this. breakdown about this later. He's going to be so, if you pissed. mentally abuse somebody, they will become a <laughs> sick guitar player. <laughs> How do you think Slayer came about? They were just going I've, to this. I've the seen the movie store. whiplash. That's all I'm saying. It's yeah, kind of yeah. true. Though. It is. Okay. But, yeah, but like, oh, I'm disc- saying disclaimer. I, I actually have to reveal the hand on this one. You haven't seen. I Whiplash. really do not believe this take, Logan. But it's Logan. it's worth. We were talking about, about sarcasm it's, today. No, no. I, like well, I have to get. I have to get in front of it no. because now my face is associated with the show again. And the brief moment that I thought about starting a rabbit farm, I thought about all the straight edge and animal liberation people who might oh, hear yeah, the show. ALF's and if come. they hear that I'm going to start a rabbit farm, they're going to burn down my freaking house. So now I'm suddenly very conscious of all the things I have to say and realizing, thanks to your stories, how scary some of these people are because they have nothing better to do. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm watching my tongue a little bit. Look. All I'm saying is the album of the week this week, would it, like, if people were kind, we wouldn't have it. I don't know about it. So, so, so all I'm saying I, is, I mean, all I'm saying is next time somebody's pulling up DoorDash, just if you want good music. One the jaw. Well, the question here, let me, let's try to rechannel this with a different approach. Okay. I think Jake's yeah, got maybe right my idea. question is this. <laughs> what did the world do to this guy? I don't know. That's the question. <laughs> I've never met this person the in question, my life. The question is obviously some the world did something to him and he's pissed off. And I mean, do you not just wake up in the morning like oh god, another one and just, you know, immediately upset? Is that Are you okay? Oh, I'm fine. Are you, are you doing all right, man? I, there's a reference I was making to a song, but then I was like, wait, I can't Cody, quote that Cody, line on here. Cody works at a at a, at a bank. <laughs> my job is literally so, as easy as so, it gets. So, so, sorry, sorry, wait, wait, wait. This is week. an important comment. 
Um, this guy that has been with us since the beginning of the episode said, Logan better watch those Oliver Tree takes. The fans are watching, waiting to dox him. Hey, hey, let me... Okay. <laughs> Wait, did you hear that? Let me be clear about something. Let me be clear about something. I have never and will never be scared of someone who identifies as part of the Oliver Tree fandom. <laughs> but they're, they're going to dox you, bro. You can do whatever you want. They're going to show up to your apartment with hey. a giant scooter, Look, man. I had, a little, I, had, I had another PSA. Yeah. Cody works at a bank. So next time you're at the bank and, and, and the guy is helping you, be a little mean to him. No, you don't know what kind. You might produce a good album. You, you don't you know might. what kind of music oh might come gosh. out of that. <laughs> no, see, that's the kind of thing that like leads to people going postal. Like, don't let, don't inspire someone to like shoot up their job. Yeah, we don't true. need that. It's There's true. already enough it's, of that. It's true. Yeah, it's that, true. I want them to make a bop, not kill themselves. I feel like <laughs> it's a fine. Yeah, Logan's on so the do this. So, so do this. Be mean. Be mean, and then tell them at the end of being mean, say, "Okay, now channel that into music." <laughs> I want you to release all of your negative person. energy. <laughs> just be absolute. All of your negative energy to these people, and then in the end, be like, "It's just a prank." It's just a prank, yeah, bro. Yeah. As you're getting shot, like it's just a prank. It's just a prank. You know, all I'm saying is when you listen to an album like this, to Jake's point, something happened to these guys, and I do feel bad about that. I don't know, man. There's a lot of people in hardcore, not saying that like these these guys are necessarily these people, but there's a lot of people, I'd say, in like hardcore and punk in general, especially like crust punks, that definitely come from like worlds of privilege. The frick is a crust punk. The ones that like have gross hair, like live on the streets with their dogs and eat food out of the trash, they probably have a trust fund. That's what crust punk is? Yeah. Crust fund, trust fund, or trust punks, trust yeah, punks. That's not what crust. I call them. Crust. Dude, believe me. Okay, so there's a Whoa, venue in is Seattle. it crust or trust? <laughs> so it's a crust punk is the actual name. I call them trust punks because they're crust punks with the trust fund. Crust. trust, oh, trust. I see. Yeah, this sounds like another demographic that's safe to attack. Oh, it's, they're, <laughs> they don't have internet, like so it. <laughs> it's fine. They're living on the streets by choice, so it's cool. I believe me. There's a venue in Seattle called Numos, and there used to be a fest in Seattle called Rain Fest. It was over Memorial Day weekend. It was like usually two or three days, you know, solid hardcore music. And um, there's a guy that sets up outside Numos, and he still does this. This wasn't just because of Rain Fest, but he has a hot dog stand. People would eat like, you know, half the hot dog, get another, or, you know, just throw part of it away, though. And there'd be these crust punks hanging out with their mangy dog next to the cart, taking these things out of the trash mm. and subsequently eating them and it was awful i think that's real hardcore actually no I think that's, that's like people music. that have like seven hundred and eighty thousand dollars in the bank i think giving yourself rabies on purpose is one of the most hardcore things every time oh yes this is definitely my friend alex because <laughs> he said numos is based true every time specific cody North. says crust North punk northwestern the only thing that I can think of is just isn't it Krusty the Clown and Simpsons? I, yeah, basically. That's that's what comes to mind. I am very curious about the etymology of this word crust punk, though. I, well, it's I, probably because yeah. they have like crust it, on their skin because they're not taking any showers. They're gross. Uh, uh, yeah. So it's like it's it, so okay. What's the difference between a crust punk and uh, like? Uh, is that Henry David Thoreau with Walden? Is that, that right? guy definitely bathed? <laughs> What's the difference between a crust punk and Henry David Thoreau? <laughs> Henry David three. Thoreau gave us Walden. <laughs> crust punks just waste space on the sidewalk. Well, trying to walk. Hey, hey, contemporary though. Like, I mean, Walden. I mean, he took a bath. Crust punks aren't like going against anything. They're just choosing to live on the streets. 
Henry David Thoreau is like, man, I don't like taxes, and I don't. Or, well, I should say, there's actually an even earlier point. I don't support a government that supports slavery or going to war. Therefore, I won't pay my taxes, and I'm going to go to jail for it. And then I'm going to go right Walden. Henry David Thoreau is pretty based. So he might have been a punk. No. I guarantee if you like, if Henry David, I'm going to go back in time and I'm going to take a discharge CD and give it to Henry David Thoreau. <laughs> okay, wait. He's going to die on the spot. So, so do crust, <laughs> this is a better way to ask the, the question. The timeline was irrevocably do, for, And this is, this is for the sake of my understanding and the listeners. Do crust punks think that they're Henry David Thoreau? No. Why, why are crust punks so why bad? Why are crust punks? No, 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 no. In why? that thought right there. No, just why are they so bad? Like, I just think just, they're gross. I just wanted to take a shower. Like, if punk kids took so a shower, it's literally just hygiene. It's literally just hygiene. Yeah, <laughs> they have a bunch of really good music. Like Japanese crust punks are right and just kill. Okay, punk Japanese albums. crust punk. So, what's the difference between a Japanese crust punk and a weeb? Um, well. A Japanese crust punk probably isn't watching anime and is probably plotting to like kill government officials. It's literally how much they shower. I, oh, that's why. I bring up, that's why I bring up the weebs. Still none. That is why I bring up the weebs. <laughs> Weeps shower sometimes. That's not true. We've had. I, if Damon wasn't in Italy right now, I'd bring him back from the Nether. I'd be like, Damon, I need you to reprise that story of your anime I feel like buddy. The, I feel like the crust <laughs> punk. Reprise it. The crust punk rant is like about as bad. I've. I feel like we've suddenly uncovered this prejudice that you've had against these. This vulnerable population. They're not vulnerable. It's by choice. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. All right. So. Going back to the album. Oh, right. Yeah, there is an album. Going back to the album, what do you guys get out of this thing lyrically? Like, what? Don't, don't pop the pills, man. The pills are, it's all the big corporations, dude. They're trying to control us with the pills. The pills are, the pills are making you not feel anything. Sounds like Brave New World. Aldous Huxley might have been onto something. The, the people who won't shut up about how Brave New World is more relevant than 1984 can go with the 1984 people and die. I'm very tired of people <laughs> right. saying that. They're just like, man, this guy likes a book. Die. Yeah, I'm not going to get into it. I have an opinion, of course. but I don't, I don't care if it's more relevant. I actually don't care about people writing books that are like, whoa, it's exactly like you know, things are you know, now. You know, though, now that you bring it up, it's like, Oliver Tree makes me think a lot about the <laughs> society described in Brave New World. I I don't want to do this. I, I also don't want to do this. Indeed, book cringe. So dude, I don't podcast. know who this. I don't, I don't know who this guy is, but he's. I'm pretty sure it's my friend Alex. He's literally following along, like yeah, tight banger. He's tuned out of GDQ to come watch this. My uh, man, I'm proud of this guy. But let me let me just say that lyrically. This uh, lyrically, let me be clear. Lyrically, this album was just pretty annoying t- for me. What I, I found it to just be pretty obnoxious. Like, I kind of felt like it was similar-ish to the experience I had with the AJJ album, where it's just like, okay, dude, <laughs> I okay. You and Cody are like right next to each other on the spectrum, but you both hate. The entire other side. Yeah, that's very true. That is very true. Well, what what does make me and, and it, interesting? It is kind of a little bit of sociology versus psychology happening because, like, when it's sociology, Cody loves it. When it's more like 
an individual that's like, Ugh! You, don't, you don't like Jaws 3, People 0? That song's that's hilarious. such a good song title, too. I yeah. thought the repetition of the F word there was just cringy. Uh, that is, in like, fairness, my least favorite song on the album. Like, oh, okay. honestly, I was like, wow, that that's just cringy. I, mm. I don't know. I found that part to be cringy. Yeah. But um, I really liked some of the tracks on here. Like, my favorite, my personal favorite track was The Horse. All the baseline in that. All the first oh, three are, are absolute so, eaters. Yeah, yeah good. so good. Yeah. So, so good. And that's a five-minute song. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't usually like songs that long. God, but- you know what I'm going to say about this album, too? This is not a critique. I like how short the songs are. I feel like most songs that I listen to, legitimately, this is not a joking take, most songs that I listen to could be two-thirds the length that they are. Okay, and so, so this when is I, a conscious choice I've made, too, because Aaron one time said, you always bring in these slow ambient albums. Yeah. Notice and the and last, it, like, four albums. <laughs> it's true. Right. That's totally true. See, and then he, he just, he wants to get me. He wants to get me. If I was a <laughs> bank teller... He would be a little mean to me. All right, you're going a little conspiracy here. I like going a little put on the tin now. foil, man. <laughs> now, now to be completely clear, it wasn't just going back to my take about the lyrics. Um, I didn't find it all to be bad. It's just tracks like whatever that one where he was saying like wake, work, crap, oh, sleep, the last song, whatever. Mm-hmm. We built the city on debts and booze. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know lyrics like that just annoy me. And I, and I just reject that. How do you feel about it as compared to Avril Lavigne's 2000s hit, Hey, Hey, You, You, I Don't Like Your Girlfriend? <laughs> well, do you like them more or do you like them less? The lyrics? Yes. Statement. <laughs> Why am I having to make this comparison? I'm just, I'm just asking, which do you Hold prefer on. more? We can uh, lyrics to that song. I would probably... Wilhelm Scream definitely skates. How do we feel about Skater Boy by Avril Lavigne? That's a that's a freaking... That is an immoral song. Okay, all right. All right. Look, that's, hey. I, can't, I, I would choose Wilhelm Scream. I want... I, I do. Okay. I would definitely... I, just, I needed without to know question. where it stood. I yeah, ex- without question. <laughs> I want to explore this with Jake a little bit more, though, because... I mean, I, I I understand it. I understand being frustrated with it. I think the artist is frustrated with it, and that's why they're stating it that way. Because, like, I mean, a lot of Radiohead can get into that same thing. And, I, I mean, frankly, it is kind of a dystopian thing. It's like all humanity is left, is gone, and you're just kind of looking at an empty shell of behavior. And, yeah. like, I, I can understand that being frustrating, but I think I think they're saying it because it's frustrating. Yeah, but Modern Life is War did lyrics better. They did. hundred times Eaton better. also is just an incredibly <laughs> yeah, but what good I'm, what, I, what I'm trying to ask, though, Jake, is, like, outright uh, people stating that or being... How, what's an appropriate way to, to express frustration with feeling like, you know, you're, you're, a lot is being extracted from you and all that's left is just this... That's all that's left. Like, is that just not a, a thought that you would like to ever hear? I mean, 21 Pilots sings about this, too. Mm, what? Like, literally what? You're, like, I know, mm. like, about that. I've never listened to 21 Pilots. I I will say this. What, 21 what? Pilots is more about a personal experience. These guys, it's the, what I'm saying with sociology, this is more of a a, a societal. What it, yeah, yeah. That's an I interesting guess take. When it, when it comes to more, like, societal stuff... I don't know. I think sometimes it can just turn into you're just screaming into the void. Like, okay, all right, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do about it. Like, it just feels like, a lot of it feels like, it's just like, when it comes from the perspective of kind of like, I've given up, and it sucks, I'm just like, okay, 
All right. Hey, kind of. That, 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 that's it. It's like I just don't find them to be very. But useful. it seems I, like I don't it know seems if like, I understand it, that though, because I feel like a lot of emo music comes from the same place. I think I think the whole sociology versus psychology thing. That's interesting. I'd agree with that. I don't really. I also I never thought of it that way. But I, it makes I, sense well, as like because you guys always like, hey man, how do you have, sociologically? Yeah. Hey man. Hey man. We'll sociologically. See, we'll, we'll see. What I'm saying is, I, <laughs> what I'm kind of feeling from Jake, and I, you can tell me if I'm wrong here, but it's like you're frustrated with the idea of they gave up because they know better than the system. They're looking at a system and they go, that system's broken and it's trying to break me and bleh. And then the other way is. I don't know why, but I am just broken, and I am just gonna. Bleh. That, but that—that's yeah, that's pretty emo. <laughs> I mean, that is pretty emo, but like, I guess for me, it's just like it's more focused on emotions, and also when you actually listen to a lot of emo, not all of it is just downer. It's like, yeah, we're sad, but we're still trying, and that's what I like about emo. But I feel like this album was just pervasively, <laughs> but, 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 and but, I was just kind of like, okay, okay but, all right. but, but, it's an onomatopoeia for the ages. <laughs> but what, what about um, what about this though? Where I think it, my perception, and I'm not saying that like this was a particularly hopeful album, but a lot of people, if you go and it seems listening to what, like stuff Cody's brought to the show and talked about, these artists like are activists. They. And so they view it as, as a societal problem, and so they get involved with it in a societal type way. Know, yeah, stopping that's me from having a rabbit farm. And you know that's that's totally fine. Like <laughs> like they can do it. It just doesn't speak to me. Yeah, no. But to, and, to say and, there's no hope there, though, like if there was no hope, they wouldn't try to change. They're they're hopeful in that act of trying to change. I mean, okay, but you asked me why. I think it wasn't useful, and that's why I thought yeah, no. it's not useful. I can this see is it. it's a good fine. relevant question. Finish your thought. I just no, I no, yeah, no. I, I can see it. I just that's kind of my perception. Yeah, I'm. That's that's fine. So, at what point does giving up on society transcend emo and just turn into doomer music or doomer <laughs> core music? Yeah. No, 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 friend. It's not an either or. <laughs> Are you saying it's both simultaneously? I'm saying it's everything. I'm saying like, so for one reason or another. I guess lately, and maybe we always have, we're all like just kind of disaffected. Um, I'm not. Especially people who, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Cody's, <laughs> yeah, Cody's yeah. impervious. Um, people, Cody who, people who make this type of music, whether it be on that more like personal anecdotal side, like, I remember the time that we were playing Game Boy in my basement and I said, I loved you. That's an emo song. Yep, that's um, an emo song. That even sounded like an emo song. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Versus like, versus like the hardcore song, which is like, the sharks killed everybody and the sharks are the corporations, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that, I, I think, think that everybody is kind of like disaffected in their own ways. And I think that doomer mentality that you're talking about, where you're just kind of born into a world that wasn't what you were raised, like what your parents told you the world would be like when you got older. And it wasn't necessarily what you prepared for. And you just come up with all these challenges. And I think especially because over the last few years, it just feels like we're living after major historical event after major historical event. I think, honestly, both perspectives are equally valid. And I think some are definitely going to connect more with some than with others. There's going to be a lot of people who need to externalize because they don't really know of any other way to engage with it. And I think for a lot of people, it actually doesn't hurt to look at external factors. I think there's a really powerful message in saying like, you know, I recognize that the sadness is within me and I'm going to overcome that. But I think there are a lot of people out there who are also trying their best. And for whatever reason, the system 
is actually keeping them down. So I agree with pretty much everything you said, but I do feel a little misrepresented there because I never said it was less valid. Never said that. No, no, no. I, I, I said it, it doesn't, doesn't, click, it doesn't click for me. I, I wouldn't yeah. say that you it said doesn't, that. Well, you did say I said that because you said, I wouldn't say that one's less valid than the other, implying that I did say that. Oh, I, and I, I apologize. I don't mean to imply but, that at all. But I, yeah, I, I'm not saying it's invalid. I'm just saying I find it to be kind of just exhausting yeah. And I know other people would find Midwest emo to be exhausting. Yeah, no. And it's yeah. just, he, he does. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Actually, it literally, and Logan nailed it. Cause like last week, and you even said it this episode where you're saying it's literally, you guys are in a very similar spot, but different sides. Well, yeah, it, it really is interesting, but I feel like, um, it must be more of like a internal versus external thing because I was surprised that the line, all my friends are dead inside bothered you that much. Because I don't feel like the rest of the album was not that much like that. And I, just, yeah, I was yeah. I was really curious about that. But like this album for me is just like nonstop, just kind of like I think another heavy, thing that heavy, like heavy, does heavy, it for heavy. me is because it sounds so aggressive. Whereas like a lot of Midwest emo, not to like totally just pigeonhole the entire genre, but <laughs> he's about to pigeonhole the whole I'm going to. I'm <laughs> not not to. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the entire genre, like it's based on like much more accessible sound it seems like whereas hardcore's not it never has been that's kind of been the point since like day one and i think that's why like being pissed off at the world and like everything around you it connects more with me just because i'm like oh it is angry and it sounds angry mm. i'm not getting like an american football like twinkly stuff <laughs> i, I want to break down the thing is i would not call midwest emo angry at all well that's what i'm saying yeah it's like a similar lyrical content like as to like what they're singing about like they're pissed off at x y and z be that internal or external whereas like hardcore is not i i don't find it it's the sound it's a sonic thing huh, it matches yeah. the vibe i guess i see like the lyrical I, I vibe see works yeah, better just, over just like, like a how zero i will one. always play body like a back road when i'm in somebody else's truck i'm gonna throw <laughs> my phone at you <laughs> yeah no i can hear that i can hear that point for sure and I, I i also think it's just like what i came up around like before i ever started going to shows i just i got into punk rock yeah bands like bad religion aren't singing about like how they feel inside their head no they're like singing songs about like how bad the government is. Yeah. And it sounds like they're pissed off at the government too. And I, I think cause I was seven the first time I heard bad religion. <laughs> yeah. And so it just, it's stuck. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think it's definitely, yeah. No, I freaking good, good, I freaking love angry music. Good, good discussion. And because, sad music. Because it is engaging with a, a, a like problem from a different angle, but, it, but yeah, but both are are feeling afflicted by it. So. Like, also, the melodies in this song slap. In this like album, every, how did, yeah. How did okay? If sorry, you didn't like the lyrics, album, that's yeah. one thing. But how did you feel about the instrumentation? The riffs, it, were yeah, nuts. it was great. So it was really oh good. Oh my god! Bassist, it's my understanding at least that the bassist on this album, this was his first album with the band, <laughs> oh and he's god. still with the band. Like they don't release much. They've been a band since like 1996. They've got four albums. They just announced a new one. They're five. so they have three albums as. No, four as a Wilhelm scream, and like two as the previous band. So the last one they made was called Party Crasher. It came out like right after we graduated high school. So nine years ago, they just announced their next album like last week. Dang. Band name also rules. A Wilhelm scream is a great name for band. It's so much better than what it used to be. Cohen. Scream and Isaiah. Oh. Uh, Smack and Isaiah. Um, is that what it was? I think so. 
Because well, I whatever well, it was, it's I not like good. the rate your music page like I do. I don't know. I'm a li- I'm a little lukewarm on that name. Wilhelm Scream. That's like Mimi. That's really me. Okay, but like the fact that the Wilhelm Scream really does make appearances in I like, think the Wilhelm Scream just like also transcends everything. It's so weird. It's such a weird like when I hear it, I'm like It loses I think it I loses can't points on Google ability. I'm gonna have to downvote that one, sir. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I also wanna echo I wasn't a huge fan of the album art either. It was okay. I the album art remember. is better when you can see everything that's inside the album. I realize that sounds mm. like a dumb statement, but like oh, it physical expands on everything. Like somebody so like, who's got a vinyl player. That makes sense. I don't. I own the CD, ah. um, oh. but like the CD booklet's got a ton of stuff in it. It's a very expansive one, and yeah. it's one of those things that I think is lost because of digital, like streaming, which is fine. But I do miss, and this is true for like movies, music, video games, like any of the above. There's just something lost. By not having like physical stuff, I but mean, yeah, uh, I agree. yeah, like the horse is obviously it's the metaphor for everything in the album. So like in the lyric booklet, there's like pictures of the horse and like people at like racetracks, jockeys, things like that, jockeys doing cocaine, all sorts of stuff. It's <laughs> jockeys <laughs> doing cocaine. Yeah, that's all an important stuff, part. I, I just part of racetrack sensibility. The last thing that I would say about this album is just how much I love the song, the horse. The baseline like, is seriously insane. that was great, and I liked the way he sang on that. I'm not gonna lie; like when you very first press play on the album, the way he's singing in the first ten seconds, that grungy voice, oh, I, like a legend. I personally didn't like I that. I loved it. I I don't like that grungy voice. I, I love that stuff because it it like bridges the gap between more clean vocals, so to speak, and like a dude yelling into the mic and like spit it in your face. <laughs> And I, for some people, I guess this could be yelling. It, it is funny to me. I, I I didn't feel like it was yelling. We, we've talked. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, yeah. The actual no. delivery, like as a vocalist, to- yeah, yeah. That my, could be your my yell. first time ever being exposed to this type of thing, and we have talked about it. But it was it is the Beastie Boys because the Beastie Boys mm-hmm. albums will have songs like this, and well, like so the when Beastie I heard Boys it out, started as a hardcore band, which is really interesting because so I've always cool. just thought that that was kind of funny because like they're the Beastie Boys, and I love the Beastie Boys, but like. Um, I, I that side of them I never t- took serious at all. But then actually hearing some stuff, I'm like, actually they don't suck at what they're doing. When when they do it, there's a legitimate sound. They, I, I mean, I talk about it every time we bring this up. But like members, specifically MCA, like played in the Cro-Mags. Yeah, it's like one of the most legendary New York hardcore bands ever. Yeah, no, it makes sense, and it, and it makes me appreciate that side of the Beastie Boys more because like for the longest time I, I just liked their bangers and so I'd be like what is this it's a track? weird change going from like an album like Check Your Head or EP whatever it is yeah. to something like Ill Communication like yeah. it's two very different worlds but I, I think there's stuff even on those like bigger albums like Sabotage yeah oh, it's, it's so a hip hop song but like it perfectly correlates to like a punk sound and like newer bands I know Jake's talked about them or I think we've talked about them before like Incendiary yeah they cover yeah. Sabotage and it's frightening how similar the they video for Sabotage is so cool. Sabotage is like top ten songs of all time. It's so good, <laughs> bro. We have a we have a little. We have a little Aaron or we have a little Jake Cody character arc going on here in the comments. So this dude, when when you guys were talking about angry music, this dude said, "Angry music is the best music," and I don't think that's subjective. <laughs> and then uh, the other guy comes in. Shout says, out to Bob. This other guy comes in and says, it is subjective. You express an opinion, not fact. <laughs> All right. Well, we we, we got to progress the show here. Oh, we do? Okay. Yeah, we We've do. been on for like 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my god, it's the animation. Look at that beautiful. Golden Opinions. Look you know who that is with the golden right. opinions? Golden Opinions. That's me. Y'all already know who it is. Y'all already know what it All is. Alright. Uh, we'll, we, we, we won't spend too too long on this, but I, I Yeah, just, we will. We've talked yeah, we about will. we've talked about how quote we have bad music opinions. I'm not saying we have good music opinions. Mine are golden. I don't know what you're what talking tra- about. What I wanted to bring though, okay, it's like so America is fascinated with watching like America's Got Talent or American Idol. So and, you think you can dance? And, and we the put, voice. So and then these are, I guess, the modern equivalent of technically trained, like actual professional musicians. But like, um, the, the, there's the, they always have tons of people show up for these things, and then they narrow them down. And I have any of them really caught on? Kelly yeah. Clarkson. Yep. Okay. Uh, like, who's saying tattoo? You're Kelly my, Clarkson's you're still, still like a, a massive name. Everything I do, you're on my heart, just like all it. I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is, Jordan, for how many seasons? For how many seasons? For how many seasons of these shows and how many different versions of the show exist? It's like, why aren't they the only relevant pop scene? But they're not, and so it leads me to believe that it's like uh, we we tend to like not always, I guess, technically trained or bad oh music naturally. Okay, this is this is predicated on so many false assumptions. I don't even know where to begin. Okay, first off, <laughs> first off, um, presuming that the people that appear on singing talent shows are technically trained. I won't argue that they are probably more skilled than somebody who has never tried to sing, but most, the grand majority of them are self-taught. And it is actually only at the point where they're scoped out for that show that they start receiving formal training. And even when they receive that formal training, if you talk to, if you watch interviews with guys like Steve Mackey who do it, they intensely focus on being able to perform one song and perform it well. And they rehearse for like months. Compare that to like a vocal student at Weber State University who learns every style of opera, every single style of uh, pop and R&B and everything under the sun, right? And then gives a performance with a live orchestra to a large crowd. We're talking about two very, very different learning experiences. You're basically, you're basically saying like guitar proficiency should be determined by how well you can learn to play a riff in a week with no formal training. Okay, but regardless, it's like, why, why do like those types of stars or even just technically trained musicians in general, they don't rise to the okay, top? Okay, so next thing, first of all, uh, I, I, so I do think it's ridiculous to assume that people who are on those talent shows are trained musicians because they very rarely are. Wait, They're whoa, usually whoa, whoa, people whoa. that have compelling narratives. I, what I'll say about that, though, is like if you go watch, because like my mom and my brother watch the voice all the time like yeah. they're like constantly watching the voice and i've sat down and i've watched some with them and like these people like they are able to hit pitches and do steps like mm-hmm. at an insane level like they are very skilled singers i mean most of the time and like if you're not watching just like the introductory episodes of a season then typically the judges are trained musicians like they right. know what they're doing right and so i think they've yeah they've whittled it down like to a demi point. lovato but well, saying yeah, and that's fair but i'm saying like for the most part though like yeah. it's people that understand music like they're not stupid they're like bringing out people that might actually be able to learn it or already know how to do it but and more importantly have compelling reality reality tv narratives mm. it's true yeah, yeah, yeah the narrative thing, I definitely agree I, with. I think but, that's the biggest but element. But saying that they're not trained, like, at uh, what okay. point... 
I'll, I'll they that probably back. have taken singing lessons Th- at some they point. They have in their training. Life. I'm just saying I'll that, just like, focus on compared to highly competitive vocal programs at, say, universities, we're not talking about the same type of training here. Yeah, we're not I mean, talking okay. about classical voice training. We're, we're, we're talking about okay. you learn to sing a All you right. learn to sing a string rendition but of a Sarah Bareilles sure, song. Sure. Regardless, yeah. okay. The people that sing like that, like they're just doing the ridiculous, and I don't mean to be condescending. It is ridiculous. But like up and down, just like steps that are really showy and everything. It's like when we go to pop shows, even even pop shows, you're not really looking. A lot of pop singers are not doing that kind of stuff. And so it's like, do we, why do we care about that? Apparently in that medium, and maybe you're answering it with the reality TV element. It's like, why do we care about these performances? And like, why don't we actually hear them in Uh, pop? Okay, so the second thing is, a surprising amount of these stars do end up getting songs on the top 100 just by nature of the clout that is manufactured or I shouldn't say manufactured. I, the hype that is around them, especially like I was talking, I was listening to a podcast about gaming in 2001, (laughs) but obviously like there's a huge focus in the fall of 2001 for like nine 11 comes around American idol starts right after that. And the video game stuff is, you know, secondary to this conversation, but like, American, American Idol weekend. starts right after that. Tons of people watched American Idol. Like, ton- I watched it. I was six. I had no idea what I was watching, but I was watching it. <laughs> and I remember like being excited watching like Kelly Clarkson win. Like yeah. it's a cultural phenomenon for one, but two, Kelly Clarkson was massive at that point. Huge. Yeah. Well, okay, but that's the and origin. Furthermore, that's but, the origin. But I mean, there's been other people too. Clay Aiken still has a career. Yeah, I mean, he does. Okay, but furthermore, like, look at it in context of, like, other similar shows, like um, baking shows or cooking shows, right? Like, you have this crazy competition going on. Mm -hmm. You've got people like Gordon Ramsay and whatever. Yelling at people. Yelling at people and doing that. But it's like, part of it is it's just like, okay, we're taking some sort of craft, whether it be singing, whether it be cooking, whether it be whatever, and we are just pushing the boundaries of it. We're having fun with it. We're experimenting with it. We're competing with it. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of it. Like there I, was a guy on, um, American Idol. I think it was American Idol. Um, don't hold me to it. I could be wrong, but one of those like voice talent shows, he's the vocalist of journey now. Mm, like yeah. that's definitely like a pickup. Also, like <laughs> my friend Bob just said, there's been some contestants that don't even make it in the top three, but still get record deals. Yeah. Like, I don't think, even I, if okay. like, okay, so, so I'm not, wait, wait, there's people no, who no, no, watch no, no. TV, but there's also people who watch or listen to music. Right. Yeah. They're not necessarily So I have to clarify, because I'm not trying to say it's like, but they're not usually like the biggest. Okay. And so, so what is But different? let's talk hey. about the last point, because that's what's different, which is that the people that are technically good at being emotive singers are not the people that can necessarily craft or perform original songs effectively. Yeah. You think about a lot of vocalists or talent that is popular right now, and and I know we've had our whole thing about like ghostwriting, oh, some things are collaborative, oh, this song was stolen from whatever. But regardless of that, technically, as a music culture, we tend to be more interested, let we tend to be less interested in technical skill and more interested in the narrative behind a song and its construction and its uniqueness and also kind of its ability to blend into the nature of everything else. So somebody like Susan Boyle can win, you know, Britain's Got Talent for having an amazing operatic voice, but she barely, if does, crack the top 100 because it does not sound homogenous or even necessarily original enough 
to the diet of the types of things that we like to hear on the Billboard Top 100. So I agree with Cody that we also need to redefine success. Being the lead singer of Journey is an incredible accomplishment. Having a career of whatever's left of Clay Aiken, I guess, is also something. He's running for Senate, so I guess he's not so much in music. Yeah, I mean, you know, leverage that. But but we don't necessarily care about good singers in pop music, and I don't know if we ever have. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Tangential, tangential to, to Logan's point there is... I think that, and I'm kind of dipping into one of my topics that's coming later in the season, but um, skill doesn't always mean you're going to be an artist that people connect with. Like, just because you're skilled does not mean you're attractive. But Jake, you do have to give them credit. Uh, you do have to give them credit. You <laughs> oh have <my> to. God. <laughs> like, you have no other choice but to give them credit. They're holding you hostage. But <laughs> They're really good at the guitar game. But you do have to give them All credit. I'm saying is technical ability does not mean attraction. And that's what I think probably I, happens. I think he does have a point like that. Like, if that were the case, then, like, Buckethead would be the biggest name in music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Quantity over quality, too. But. <laughs> yeah, that's also Buckethead's <laughs> releasing, like, 40 posts every year, and it's... <laughs> the guy releases like 40 albums a year no that's what he calls him his posts oh god he calls his po- albums posts yeah i don't because he just posts them up no, remember I the good old days when we were doing a viper album a week oh we should have done a like seven oh, bucket we've had some great times on this show we have had some great times album yes how'd you feel about this bucket album no all right cool <laughs> no those are those are some pretty good takes but yeah it's just interesting to me at large i guess where it's like because to me like what's happening with the voice and American Idol just doesn't feel all that different from what's happening with stadium shows in general, but there is a divergence of interest. And I think you guys are onto it. I can accept that explanation of like it having something to do with just narrative. I guess we cracked the case gang. We did it. This is an incredible take. This is unrelated to that, but Buckethead is the viper of underground rock, but the music is generally consistently good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's hey. such a dig at Viper. Yeah, I was going to say, to imply that Viper <laughs> isn't. I mean, I mean, Viper gave us Yule Cowers Don't Even Smoke Crack. I mean, he also gave us careful. the almighty, the greatest hip-hop album ever recorded. Kill yourself, my, <laughs> my man. man. I wouldn't say that we cracked the case. I would I, say, that was like, a joke. like you say, I think that there's a certain amount, oh, I guess, narrative... This is a really strong case for the whole narrative coming. It's not how it sounds when he says that. This is kind of a strong Music case. Music is not about this how it sounds. This is kind of a strong yeah, yeah. case. This is a strong yeah. case for that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Woo. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Starting season three off right. Wait, Spice. is that what the point was? Well, that's kind of what... Wait, was, was the point it's not about how it sounds? Well, it, it, he was saying because... Like, I'm trying to remember well, how that went down. It can sound good, but it's bolstered by the fact that it has X going forward in yeah, the background. Basically, the narrative... It supersedes whether they're an actual good pop singer or not because I mean you know what I'm saying it's like a lot of pop singers that end up getting selected are it has a lot to do with narrative that's what and so it doesn't have quote anything to do with how it sounds don't know if I believe that but I, it's, this is kind of a strong case for that I do think that is something that's like true though if you watch those shows it's like oftentimes it's like oh they're gonna show how this person's background is horrible and they came from a bad place and they're not living life good Oh, weird. They made it to the next round. They got the golden ticket to Hollywood. <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah. That's and barring, I can, I like, can most see of that. the time, like, it is typically paired with a voice that's at least palatable. Like, they're not giving us crap. Yeah. And I, I, I will defend someone, like, I don't watch American Idol. When I did, it was, like, Simon Cowell, yeah, Randy yeah. Jackson, the bassist of you Journey. Think, you think Simon's a pretty good guy. 
Simon's a great guy. I think Simon's smart. I do honestly think like if there's anybody that knows more or less what he's after, it's him. My friend hugged Simon in a bunny suit. No, he knows. It was in the bunny suit. Greg. Oh, yeah, it's Greg. Hopefully we'll get him on the show. But yeah, he... Wait, who was in the bunny suit? Greg. Greg. Okay. He entertained Mark Greg. All right. Pink bunny suit. And he, he still has it. He picked you. up uh, Simon. He picked him up. Wow. What was Simon's reaction? I mean, I think it was just a very much uh, Simon. Stop. Oi, Simon's oi, put a, me down. Put me down on British. <laughs> Simon's uh, he he kind of sucks butt. Honestly, like he might be able to stand by his opinions, but he's just a freaking jerk. Oh yeah, no, I agree with he's, you on that one. But, but I mean, that's okay because when I was watching American Idol, you know who that third judge was? Huh. Paula Abdul, and she's like the dumbest person in the world. Like, don't get me wrong, she had some hits. There's some hot stuff in Paula Abdul's discography, but it's not up here. Let's just put it that way. Oh, All right, we will move it to Bops. I can accept some of those thoughts, though. I, I think I think you're gonna have to really counter him, though, because I know that the it's not about how it sounds has made you mad in the past. And now I gotta think about what my bop is. Oh, oh, right. Behold. Look at that sick art, man. Oh, man. No, yeah. Shout out to Jake with the visuals on this. And and Logan's sister. Jake and Logan's sister. Yeah. Woo. Killing it. We don't deserve this stream. We just don't deserve it. And we don't deserve anybody listening at we'll, all. We'll have to go back to this not about how it sounds thing, because I don't remember what Aaron's referencing there. I don't remember having hard feelings about that one. It was just one of those things that I said that sounds insane. Well, it does sound insane. Yeah, it sounds like a crazy person <laughs> take. Um, yeah, we, we should revisit. But, but I think that. I think it is one of my moments of accidental wisdom, where if I say something stupid often enough, then it becomes true. Because I, yeah, I I don't believe that to an absolute. I think it's not always about how it sounds. Yeah, I yeah. agree. That, that's how I. I, I yeah, I, I think. Yeah, but only a Sith deals in absolutes speak to him. Oh, and you wait <laughs> i meant <laughs> all right wait. oh yeah by the way to anyone listening we're gonna put up a number that uh listeners can call into and leave questions feedback anything we'll get to them as part of the show too we were gonna be so good and have it all buttoned up we got it we got it 90 percent right we're doing pretty good here but but um, yeah, no, that's something we definitely want to do. To hear the words "ninety percent solution." Also, hey, you want to help out, Logan? Also, you want to help out some? Actually, you did help get that commission. Through. Also, we need to <laughs> we need to make uh, the Bob of the Week playlist very public. Yeah, we do. We, needs, we'll do that as well. Needs to Yo, whoever this dude, is, whoever this dude is, he loves Logan. You got a big fan here. What can I say? Yeah. What's the thank app? you? Is I have way LRC? more internet haters yeah, than yeah. I do fans. That's your That's, friend. I'm 99.99% certain it's Alex, the one that like binged the whole show and like a the one who's going to be on for Dirty Sprite too. Yes. Okay. Heck cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I can't wait to fight that guy. I served the base. I served fight. the base. Just kidding. Just uh, yeah. kidding. I'm sure he's going to be a nice <laughs> guy. Uh, but there's literally so much base <laughs> for no reason. I love it for Bop's uh, traditions. Well, to he start serves with Jake. the base. Jake is the tr- tradition. All right, we're going to continue tra- tradition into uh, season three, I suppose. I'm going to continue with my vampire ways. This doesn't feel right because I'm on this side of the table now. I'm going to try and You've download a. Do we want to tra- change the I tradition? I want to change the tradition. 
What? How do? You, how do you guys feel about I'm the try and changing the, the tradition? You guys, all right. Listen, I know a lot of you folks out there. You're you're very angry and you're very confused because you got out of 2020. Oh, he's and just you were he's like, just taking the tradition. You were like, he's just screw 2020. 2021 is going to be use your pink our year. year. Flipped me off in a theater parking lot last night. <laughs> yeah, I did. 2021 Multiple is going to be our year. 2021 is going to be the year of us. And you're mad right now because 2021 wasn't the year of y'all. 2021 was not your year, in fact. But you're you're back at it again. It's 2022, and I know you're you're in the crib. You're going to work. You're rolling up on a Wednesday morning, and you're saying 2022 is going to be our year. It's going to be the year of us. And I've got a song for you. I'm telling you what, we're bringing it back. We're recontextualizing. Go ahead and listen to a live album. This is the last live. This is the last live song that I'll ever recommend on the show. The Three Deep live performance in Chicago so by good. Oliver Francis. I want you to bob your head. I want you to think about how you're three deep in the two seat foot up in the clutch mm. while you're while you're making 2022 your year. Because I'm going to bring a lot of negativity into this year. I'm going to be so <laughs> pessimistic. I'm going to be constantly mad. And so I want to give you guys something to hold on to to know that 2022 can still be great no matter how many nitpicks I have over the course of this 26 episode magnificent season i woke up on january 1st and i had one resolution be an even bigger hater than i was last year that's saying something because i was hater of the year 2021 last year so (laughs) i can't believe you took that title from me i really try for it every year i have to echo logan's pop yo this this three deep cover is so good it really is and like um, three deep is probably if I gun to my head had to choose one trap song for the rest of my life, it would be three deep. That is the song I would oh, choose. And it wouldn't be Finetto. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that there aren't some contenders, but I do think it's my overall favorite trap song ever up to this point in my life. But, um, this, this cover, like he kind of gives the song a new take. Yeah. Like he gives it a whole new vision. It has and, energy. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. And it's got an acoustic drummer on it, doesn't it? I know. That's like really I'm interesting. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's cool. So, okay. Um, my bop of the week is um, you guys' favorite band. Uh, you guys? Was I included in that? Sorry, I was looking at my phone. It's reading Dragon Ball. I'm sorry, volumes. I was looking at my iPad. Sorry, you guys just get off your freaking tech. Let's, hey, look, I'm trying to, I'm trying to last remember FM. what my song Dang is millennials. for the bop of the week. Always on the... <laughs> okay, Zoomer. Always on the devices. <laughs> always on the devices. <laughs> look, I'm, so, just, I'm on my iPad, too. Well, I'm just ask like, you... Not only are we... We're going to just totally just really drive the millennial thing home. He's downloading Last FM. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think about device... The vice. The vice. Your vice. They always on they vices. Uh, they always on they, they vices. vices. Wow, you know, that's they poetry, vices. dude. That's slam poetry. If you put that on Facebook, you'd get a million shares. Yo, I, uh, my, my current plan is to go to an open mic night and start off boomers. like I'm doing a stand-up routine, but eventually, when people stop laughing at me, it will become slam poetry, so they <laughs> won't know how to feel. <laughs> All right, well, um, here we go. Going back to my point, maybe they're listening this time. Uh, this is you guys' favorite band. Um, the they, they released this track like a month ago, probably. Oh. Pine Grove, Alaska. Um, they re- they are releasing an album here in like, I think, a couple months. Uh, it's pretty soon. I can't remember the date, but 
They've released three singles for the new album, and holy crap, it sounds like it's going to be so good. Like, I'm not just saying this, but like, I like I have heard, and I, I haven't looked into it, but I've heard somebody say that they're kind of low key canceled. I don't know why. But. I I do oh, know I'm, I'm I do know nut. why I. Sorry, pine nuts. I'm a pine nut. I you do identify as a pine nut. Culture, now. culture pine says nut. no. All right, I love you for yeah. that. So here's what I'll say is. Um, I do know the reason why I actually have spent hours researching it and, uh, it's an interesting thing. You know, we could, we, we don't have time to get into it now, but it, it's kind of a multifaceted one. Interesting. And, uh, anyway, obviously he's not canceled enough to not go back on tour and release music. So, um, not canceled enough. <laughs> just just got to double down. Cancel him more. Just this, uh, last year, actually, they released a, a movie. Well, it's, it's kind of a movie. It's more like just a big live set. I watched it yesterday, actually, and it was so freaking awesome. It's called Amperland, New York. And um, they did that after all the controversy, too. So mm-hmm. I think that they're coming back. Um, there's a lot of discourse about them coming back. But let me just say this song, Alaska, all the singles are good. But this song, Alaska, just, oh, it just nails that Pine Grove vibe and... It just comes out of the gate so strong, and it's just one of those songs I could just listen to forever. So, anyways, um, if you're a Pine Grove fan, you're gonna love that song. If you you're haven't a heard it already, nut. if you're a Pine Nut, yeah, yeah. Uh, these troubling times. This week, <laughs> this week, I've been listening to. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I have a few playlists that I turn on that that are just kind of long, and I've been doing a lot of that. But a song that. Uh, I definitely have been enjoying, um, and and be it what it is. But I like Kyoto by uh, Phoebe Bridgers. I like Kyoto by Skrillex. It's women manipulator music. And look, all I'm saying is Kyoto. Uh, well, it's not male manipulator music. It's a good. That's song. That's what I listen to. It's a good song. What do you mean by female? <laughs> wait, wait. I'm kidding. I'm, it's a good song. <laughs> it's a good Aaron's, song. Aaron's taking this personally. Yeah, don't do Phoebe Bridgers <laughs> like that. Well, you had you exactly you, how many seconds of Phoebe Bridgers I've listened to in my life. You had to bring Zero, up the Pine Grove none. canceled thing. I, what did why, I bring why, it up? why did you have to bring that up? I literally just brought up Bop, and you're like, "Oh, I heard he's canceled." <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying that to me. I was like, "I didn't say anything." Oh, right, I didn't even okay. know that was a thing. It's okay. We can talk about Phoebe Bridgers being. Um, <laughs> I think I still I think I still called Travis Scott the Fortnite rapper that killed those kids. You did. <laughs> you did. So now it's Dude, actually was... being recorded. <laughs> yeah. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah, this Last time, time you said recorded. it, there was like plausible deniability that you ever had said it. At <laughs> I'm all. just saying, you know, we've gotten off on a worse foot already. Anyway, so. no, no. I, I, I can accept whatever. I, Phoebe Bridgers it seems to be an act that the internet has a lot of. I mean, for I don't understand. But Fetch the bolt cutter. Coyote is a good song. Okay, that's that's, that's the take. But I've been listening to it a lot. All right, this feels really weird to go last. I'm on the other side of Aaron rather than before him. Wait, um, did, sorry. Did he pronounce Kyoto? Coyote? Yes. Yo, and so that, did I. Stop. Okay, so I thought about this the other day. This is stop kind of related to what you just did our seventh grade utah studies teachers before i knew aaron but we went to the same middle school yeah um mr d jarnett yeah if you said coyote as that mm-hmm. he would stop you in the middle of your is coyote no it's not <laughs> he one time we were reading and i said creek because what does c-r-e-e-k 
Crick. Crick. That's what he told me. I was like, yeah. you Utahns are all stupid. There's no way that someone didn't <laughs> take Utahns a blender to your brain. Saying words in the mountains. Y'all living in the mountains. Creek. What is E E? A crick in the mountain. It could a crick in the mountain. It could very easily be Kyoto, but in my defense, no, no, KY Kyoto. Kyoto. I don't care. I don't care. Logan's a weeb. A K. Logan would know. A K and a Y. That's asking for a Kai. By accident. That's a Kai. That's a Kai. Tell that to Kyler. There's a Utah name for you. Kyler. Yeah. I guess I can't argue with Keeler? that. Killer? <laughs> it, it, it's killer. It's it's one syllable. The Your friend is coming up with some hilarious crap I over here. I don't have Twitch chat up anymore. He, he literally just said the average Crick fan versus the average Creek enjoyer. <laughs> Creek enjoyer. That's <laughs> me. We've Coming covered, from a civilized state we, called California. We covered the Hercus Gurkis. <laughs> the hurricane. This is such a... a like, we started an entire new season, yet we are still in the grips. The absolute vice grip that is Utah-based stand-up comedy. We cannot get away from don't do it. it. Don't do me like this. Don't do me like this right now. Holy crap, dude. Alright. My bop of the week. Unlike Aaron, who's been listening to Phoebe Bridgers and Jake, who's been listening to Pine Grove, and I don't really know what Oliver Francis sounds like, but Jake called it trap, so I have an idea. I've been listening to death metal, because you know me. Um, I listen to death metal. It's what I do. Um, (laughs) Specifically, the more melodic side. Maybe I'm turning over a new page. We're leaving the ambience behind in more accessible forms of what is realistically not accessible or acceptable, depending on who you ask, Mm -hmm. versions and genres of music. We're bringing them into the new year. Anywho, been listening to a lot of this band called Insomnium. They're a melodic death metal band from, I want to say, Norway. Uh, one of those Scandinavian countries from up far north. But their song, Mortal Share, from their album, Above the Weeping World, is fantastic. Mortal Share is in uh, Do You Believe in Life After Love? Shout out to Share. That track's such a bop. <laughs> I might listen to that when I get in my car no, on the way home wait, tonight. No, you haven't clarified. <laughs> that track goes hard, dude. That that track <laughs> is like... Nitwicks, Nitwicks, we truly, we, we appreciate every single one of you, but we're, we're, we're here this season to deliver the real content and, uh, you know, spread the word, spread, do what you can. We'd appreciate it. Um, we're going to be here and, uh, oh, I didn't, I should have said this at the beginning of the show. I'll say it again next episode, but we're, our schedule is going to be as follows. We'll, we'll announce the, the album of the week every Friday. New episodes will be up on streaming platforms on Monday and then we're live Wednesday. So anyway, we're looking forward to a a hooting and a holler of a season. Hooting and hollering. Hootin just and just, holler. just, sir, just we're going like, down uh, to the honky tonk with this podcast. All we're going to splash through the crick. This is going to be a really, <laughs> no one's calling it the crick. This is going to be a really the gun pulled on him. angry, depressing season. All right. No, it's not. Anyway, uh, we'll catch you guys <laughs> yeah. next week. Adios. Toodaloo.